Khazari, and he breaks down uh, the world into three different levels. We call Adam Shana Nefesh, which means the space of the world, the physical world, the, the concept of time, and the concept of a human being. And in each one, we saw how there's the initial three stages, which are called the, the letters Aleph Mem Shin, which are the emotes. Then there's the, how that develops into the the second stage, of, which is the stage of seven, which we call the Shepherd Pudos. And we saw about the seven planets, the seven days of the week, or by a person, the seven kofas on a person. And then the third stage of that development, like we said, is when it becomes 12. And uh, the 12 is either we're talking about in time, it's going to be the 12 months, we're talking about in space, it's going to be the 12 mazaris, the 12 constellations of stars that we're talking about in the person. So he spoke about the 12 uh, different organs which do different functions in the person's body. Now, it's not just random that these numbers uh, are line up in each case, like we said yesterday, there's a connection between them. And if it's just like it's easy to understand, then there's a connection between the 12 months and the 12 uh, mazalists, and all the seven days of the week, and the seven planets, which link up with them. Uh, we have to understand that when it comes to the human being, so there's also going to be that connection. So let's first talk about on the level of what we call the Sheva Kudos. We said that there's seven uh, midras, which can be by a person, and it brings them Chachma is wisdom, Oishir is wealth, Mumshala is power, Chaim, okay, it's life. Uh, life doesn't just mean how long a person lives, it's also how much life they have. Some people are more alive, they have more energy, they have more Kayach, some people are less alive in the sense that they have less Kayach and less energy. Chaim, as we saw, is the amount of likability, popularity a person has. Zara is children, and Shalom is Shalom's peace. Uh, how does this line up with the seven uh, days of the week, if you want to call it that, or the seven planets? So this is the Gemara. And the Gemara says, and if you explain what this means, I'll be tired of but what the Gemara says, and Shabbos is that, is that the, a person's mazel is determined by the day that they're born on. And depending on the day of the week that they're born, will have an effect on uh, on on their nature, on their mazel. And what does mazel mean? So mazel is one of those words which modern Hebrew has completely misinterpreted. And the modern Hebrew explains mazel as being a lack. As they say, good luck or like chance is a is a mazel. The Arizal tells us that the concept of mazel doesn't mean lack. Lack denotes something which is random and undeserved. And the concept of the mazel is something else. The the word mazel, the Rizal says, comes from the Hebrew word of the Pasuk. I'm sorry, in it talks about Bilam's Brach, it says, Yizal Mayim Yudanya. Water should flow from its source. Something which flows from a, from a source is nazel. The word flow in Hebrew is, is, is to be made. And therefore, mazel is something which flows from, flow. from a source. And therefore, the Aridal explains the difference between mazel and schos is the schos is what a person does to deserve something, and then Hashem responds to what they've done. So if a person's done something to deserve uh, rewards, Hashem will reward him. If a person does something negative, then Hashem might take away from what he gets. But that's in response to what the person did. As opposed to the mazel, which is something which has nothing to do with what the person does or doesn't do, that's what flows on its own. So to speak, Hashem decides or decrees that that person is going to have even before he's done anything, even before he's born. And that's coming from a higher source, which is uh, dictating what's going to happen to this person. And therefore, it's not totally on a person's actions. 
a study on Hashem's decision for that what that person is going to be. And therefore the Gemara says that that's influenced by when a person is born. Not that, uh, think of it superficially, that the day a person is born is going to influence their mother. It's the other way around. Hashem decides what the mother of the person is going to be. And being as there is a hashpah of the different planets and different days of the week, so then Hashem is going to make him be born on the day which that's the hashpah of that day. And therefore, just as an example, the Gemara says that if a person is born on a Tuesday, he's going to be wealthy. It means there's a certain, there's a certain uh, hashpah of, of Oishah on Tuesday. And if a person is born on that day, so they made it. Someone who Hashem wants to have that hashpah, that he'll be more successful financially, will be born on the Tuesday. And the uh, same thing, the hashpah of uh, each of these mirrors lines up with one of the days of the week. And therefore, a person can see a little bit of which hashpahs Hashem wanted them to have based on the day of the week that they're born. Can we take it today? That could be Nagar today too. Could we take it Nagar today as well? Yes. Do we know that Kvir nowadays were born on Tuesdays? I have no idea what anybody was born today. If you want to say that, you're welcome to make a study of it. Now, one second. It doesn't mean that everyone born, originally born on Tuesday. Sometimes wealth is a reward for something. In which case, it's not signed in the Maslow. But if it's signed in the Maslow, then it's going to be defined, according to Madame Le Gemara, it's going to be determined by the day that a person is born in the Kvir of that Maslow. So if somebody's born on Tuesday and it's not rich, could be a punishment. Oh, could be a punishment. Yeah, he was meant to be wealthy, and uh, for some reason he lost it. Even if someone's mom wealthy, Oh, so you're asking a good question. And that is, can reward and punishment change a person's mass? No. Chaim's asking a question, because Chaim's heard the value of any money. He knows we talk about it there. And the answer is, we break muzzle into two categories. There's one muzzle which is changeable, and there's one muzzle which is not changeable. And what's the difference between the two? Uh, the changeable mm-hmm. muzzle is something which is a fact that Hashem has given a person as a tool. Either t- as a puzzle, something to help him, or something which has to be on. But that's something which is little to change. It was a tool which was given to a person. And if a person, let's say it's a puzzle to a tool, let's say main. So if it was given to the person as a tool, so then if it was, he misuses it, Hashem will take it away. Because even though he was born into wealth, or he was, it was designed for him to become wealthy, if he misuses it, when he gets it, Hashem can take it away. Send it the other way around. A person can be born with a certain challenge, a certain difficulty, or a certain problem, and it's also meant to be a tool that a person is meant to overcome. And when he does overcome it, then Hashem will take it away. So that's a muzzle which is there for the purpose of uh, providing a person a challenge or an opportunity, and that's something which can change depending on how a person responds to it. But there's a second type of muzzle, and that is a, what the, the role that Hashem wanted a person to play in the world. And therefore, Hashem is determined for each person where he wants, what he wants that person to do and the role he's going to play in the world. And that's not a changeable matter. Just like, for example, if Hashem wants one person to be born a Koyen, he can't decide or daven or hope to be changed to a Yisrael or vice versa. And if Hashem wanted someone to be born a man or a lady, he can't change that. That's part of what Hashem wanted that person to be and that's fixed. There's nothing you can do to change it. And therefore, there are certain parts of the Mazal also which could be fixed. That's what the, that's what Hashem intended this person to be, intended this person to do, and it's not something which is nothing to change. And I always use it to explain the very famous Gemara in Tainis, when the Gemara talks about Rebbe Pedas, who was so poor that he fainted from hunger, and in his uh, in that state he dreamed that Hashem came to speak to him, and he asked Hashem, "Am I going to suffer poverty like this my whole life?" And Hashem said yes, and uh, he asked Hashem, "Can't I do something to change it?" 
And Hashem said, no. The only possibility is maybe if, we re- if, Hashem, if you want Hashem to recreate the world from the beginning, maybe, maybe it'll change. And the obvious question is, well, what's the big deal? Why couldn't it work? Why, 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 couldn't, why was the only option to recreate the world? And what Hashem was telling him was, this is your mazel, which is you, your, your tafkid was to serve Hashem with her poverty. And therefore, it's, it's, there's, it's counterproductive to change that. It means you're not doing what Hashem wanted you to do. And therefore, that's a mazel which isn't going to be changed. And therefore, that's Hashem told him. It's not going to help to try and change it, because that's the, what, in, what Hashem's intention for you to achieve in this world is not changeable. The only option would be if Hashem recreated the world and realigned and redistributed all the tafkidim, so then maybe it becomes a different tafkid. But in the world as it is, that's a tafkid that doesn't change. And a mazel like that won't change either. Which means if for whatever reason, something is part of what Hashem wants that person to achieve in the world, so then that, that part of his mazel isn't a changeable mazel. That's something which is, which is, uh, which is a part of the person. And it's, it's there for them to use. Now, we normally see this more by negative things, because that's where it's much more, much more clearly visible. For example, a person is born with a disability, whatever disability might be, often there's nothing in the world you can do to change it. And we understand, that's how the way Hashem wanted this person to be. That was a challenge. Hashem wanted them to live their life with him to overcome. Okay, so that's a given. That's an unchangeable matter. But the truth is that it applies to positive things too. In certain qualities Hashem gives a person, which are with him for life. And he has to look at it the same way. It's not something which necessarily he's going to lose if he, if he does something wrong with it, because it's there as part of the topic of what Hashem wants the person to do. Okay, and therefore the lineup between the days or the planets, whatever you want to call it, and the, and the koichas that Hashem gives a person, are the, the, the mazel is an influence, which is influenced by whatever the dominant koichas is at the time. And therefore that's the way that the hashpah of of different characters come down to a person. The Gemara says about these seven things that they are, that a person's actions don't have much to do to change it. In other words, how much chachma a person is going to get is, to a large extent, not determined by uh, what they do. The Gemara says that's one of the things which was decided before he's born. Similarly, the Gemara says in Tanya, which means how many children a person is going to have, how long they're going to live, and how much money they're going to have are also all parts of the mazl. There aren't things which are necessarily totally on a person. It's chosim. Now, that's in the category of mazl, which is normally changeable. That's the category of mazl, which is normally changeable, which means if the naps chosim, those things can get changed. The rare exceptions, like the case I gave before, the mazl and padas, that is unchangeable because that's the mazl which is a person is meant to live on. But all these things are therefore influenced by and dependent on the mazl, and they can affect how how the situations of the... the, the the, uh, whatever the, the circumstances that a person faces in life. Shidduchim are not part of it. The Gemara says it's the difference between Zivagrish and Zivagshain. Zivagrish is part of the Mazel. Zivagshain is a female. It's a separate thing or it's part of It's separate or part of the Mazel? Shalom. 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 Chachma is uh, usually part of the changeable? Yes. Even though it's a given where a person starts with, but uh, Hashem, Hashem is in the start with being, when he's born, born intelligent, he's born with Tifash. Oh, intelligent or, oh, not, not about how much knowledge, but no, about knowledge. his capability. His capabilities. Okay. That, that, that's a, but that's a changeable matter. That's what? That is a changeable matter. It's decided to certainly how stand how much a person, how smart a person is, but if a person, especially, tries hard to do in Torah, 
doesn't make any reason. A person can get dumber? Yes. And it's my first mission. It's called when she must get in the touch. What does that mean? The older they get, the more stupid they get. That is Chachma. Right. Sorry? No, not just memory. Understanding. The ability to understand. Also, they can get this. Right. I guess that's the, that's the outline of <laughs> his name is Raiz Lacharif. He was a genius. And he was named Kharif. It wasn't his real name. Raiz Lacharif was Shah. Anyway, but he was uh, an outspoken uh, opponent of the Maskedim. Anyway, in Europe at the time, the Minag was that the Rav only spoke public in Jerusalem twice a year. It's very, very time to learn. And there was Shabbos Shul and Shabbos Agadol. The Rav spoke in front of the whole Shul. Besides that, it wasn't his job. So, of course, there was a big deal. The whole, the whole, this was twice a year, it's the whole time he's the communist and Sarah. And Rav used to prepare these like, long erudite uh, drushes. To, uh, so, once, after one of his drushes, uh, one of the Maskidim, who were his enemies, came after him and said that the mission says that Chachmi Yisrael, Kozman Shemaskinim, they became more clever. It's not mission coaching. As they get older, they get, as they get older, they get, they get more intelligent. And he said, by you, I don't see that your drushes improve from year to year. So Ravazik Chazal told him, the mission also says, the older they get, the more foolish they get. So this is the fact that you understand less every year. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, so that's, that's something which is a muzzle which is given, but like I said, it's in the category of a changeable muzzle. You could change it for Let's go back to the design. So he said the system, the pyramid of the opportunity of the other place is number one, we have the Shlesha, which is the first three, Agabi Shiva, which is the second category of seven, and Shiva Agabi Shemasar, which is the twelve. So three, seven, twelve is the twenty two letters of the other place. Now, when he said that we said that the, when it comes to dividing the body into twelve, so we spoke about the different organs in the body which are, which are active. So, for example, we spoke about the senses, uh, the eyes, the ears, the nose, the mouth, the tongue. We spoke about the ability of a person to move, his hands, his feet, and then we spoke about the internal organs which influence the person's uh, feelings, if one wants. Which says the Ava which helps cause the person to think, the Ava which causes the person to get angry, the Ava which causes the person to laugh, and the Ava which causes the person to sleep. So, what are those referring to? So, the Ava is this story of the Gemara Mitzach. The Gemara says that a person's kidneys uh, are Yayatzes, they're his advisors. A person's liver makes him angry, the Kavit Kais. A person's spleen makes him, ha- makes him laugh, the the Tchol Tzaychik, and the person's stomach. This cave puts him to sleep. So now, what the Gemara meant with that, and why those organs have that effect, there are lots of explanations for. And the Kazari is going to present us the very original understanding of it. So he says, what's the makam status of the organs which have the effect in turning the person? So he says, Now, what is the connection between these organs in this kayak. She says, It's not something you should be surprised about. That a person's kidneys are involved in giving him advice. 
Basically, it's something Homano. And what he wants to say is that the, the starting point he has is that we talk about men normally as being more intelligent than ladies, but a, a man who, for whatever reason, has lost his ability to have children, and therefore there's a lack of the hormone in the body, which is going, it doesn't just influence his ability to have children, it also influences his seichel. And therefore, he says, you'll find people who are called sarisim, have been um, uh, used by the king as servants, in which case they were rendered unable to have children, they're more chadoshi seichel, they're less intelligent. In other words, there's a connection between uh, between the ability to have children and the seichel. Now, so he just points that out to you. Why is it like that, and where does it, how does it make sense? So I'm going to explain it on the Kabbalah level, and you can explain it on a medical level. On the Kabbalah level, we know that the Gemara says a few times. Why are we talking about the Beit Tzim, though? It wasn't one of the... Yeah, because it's connected to the kidneys. Oh, okay. We won't explain it. The, the Yusayi is like this. The Gemara says that the concept of of being able to have children starts from the dice. It starts from the dice, which is a function of a person's mind. Dice. Yeah. Now, the, the connection between... And that's what the Gemara says, for example... Uh, so, something like that. There's no such thing as being a man that even one can be man as a lady for her eyes, and there's a child if she's part of it because she was forced. There's no such thing as being man a man as a man for her eyes because there's an kishan in the das, an in the das, everything needs a man's das. It doesn't happen without das. Which means that there's a connection between a person's ability to have children and his das. Now, in simple terms, it just means that the one triggers the other one. But al pika vara, it already starts the other way around. Which means it starts from the Kabbalah we learned this three weeks ago. The Yisoy triggers the das, not the other way around. It starts from the Yisoy, which is Oyla until the das, which means it starts from the Koyach, from the from the the lower part of the body and goes up to his das and comes back down again. And therefore, he says, if a person doesn't have that Midasai Yisoy, doesn't have to have children, there's nothing which is going to activate his das. Now, it's interesting. The Chazal say this. Chazal say where the Avraham of Binu learned Torah from. So it says, there are a few answers in the Chazal. One of the answers is, His two kidneys became his two teachers. And uh, we find Psukim also that it says about the Kloyas, that uh, we needed to find the Eitzah. So it says, that the Eitzah came from his kidneys. What's the connection between the kidney and the ability of children and the dust? So, the Yusayit. Well, again, let's talk about the world level first, and after we talk about the medical level. The Yusayit is, and we said this before, that the nefesh of a person is located in the place. It's located in the car, it's located in the place. We said this a lot of times. The nefesh of a person, that's where it's situated. And the, the person's nefesh, which is the lower part of the spirit of the life force, better, even if it's situated in the car, it connects to the dust. Maybe not, not so second. The nefesh connects the das. And therefore the, the link between the three things in the system is it's the the, the close has the nefesh, but the nefesh influences the das. And therefore the, the there's a koyach of one which has an effect on the other one. Now, how does a person uh, use his kidneys, as it were, to come to any understanding? The kidneys is an organ which is busy doing its job of cleaning the blood. What's it going to do with uh, coming to a certain eater? So, if we understand on the Rukhni level, that the, the working of the nefesh in the body, 
The working of nefesh in the body means the character of that uh, physically gives the person feels alive in the sense that uh, he feels he can do he, what his body needs, what he can do with his body. That's all the feeling of the nefesh. That's all the feeling of the nefesh. Now, the feeling of the nefesh, which is in the midasvadim, is meant to trigger the das. Because, like we said, when it comes to midas, which are nefesh-based midas, physical midas, which is the feelings of the nefesh, so if that's the case, each one pulls in a different direction. Because each one is an independent uh, need which needs to be met. A person wants to eat, and a person wants to sleep, and a person wants to do whatever else the, on a physical level they want to do. So each one is a need for its own direction. The, there has to be a balance between them, which, like, the, like, which is going to determine uh, what, how much a person is going to be involved in each one. And that scale is what the Raman calls in Hill's days, the balance of the dust. The balance of the dust is meant to measure like way up between the different drives a person has, and then decide how much a person is going to do. So portions in different directions. The now, but what's going to the dice is something abstract. It's a person's ability to rationalize. Now, what's going to give provide the factor which is going to tip the scales one or the other way? So the answer is really what's a stronger need of the nefesh. In other words, even if a person is very lazy, and therefore if there's an option of getting out of bed to eat or staying in bed to sleep, and by na- naturally he's going to be more willing to stay in, like, like to stay in bed and not, and uh, and satisfy the need is that he's tired to sleep more than tired to eat, but he'll get to a stage where he's going to get out of bed and eat because he feels he needs it. And something the other way around as well. In other words, the factor which is the strongest uh, decider when it comes to the kairos of the nefesh is what's going to keep the person alive, what's going to preserve the nefesh. And therefore, that same person who's very lazy and spends his day on the couch, if the house is on fire, he's going to run very fast. Why? Your mid is to be lazy. What happened to you? And the answer is because the strongest kayak is the kayak of preservation of the nefesh. And therefore, if he sees his life's in danger, then that's going to overweigh any other medium might be feeling at the time. That's the Chloe's Yotas. The Chloe's Yotas is being as that's where the nefesh is based. So the, the Chloe's give the the, 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 indicate, the indicator of what's the, what's the more important need for the nefesh. And therefore, it doesn't decide. The Daos decides, but it's Yotas. It, it, it advises. The closest are Yotas, because when a person has to decide between different drives he has, and now the question he wants, his dice wants to know is, well, what's more important for me? What's uh, what's what's the more essential need? So then that's and that, that information is coming from the close. Being as that's where the nefesh is located. So you know, that's providing the, 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 so to speak, the emphasis on what's the more immediate need that a person has. That's why we talk about the close as giving the advice to, advice to the nefesh. Or advice of the nefesh to the dice. Now, if you're talking a little bit about this idea, you know, this is a bit off topic, but we already quoted the Chazal to explain it. It shows, it shows a little bit the goddess of Avraham Avinu. It shows a little bit the goddess of Avraham Avinu, in that he could understand in each mitzvah what, the, what increased the koyach of his chiefs. And therefore, the, the, term, the question of what Avraham Avinu is going to do, with, or in other words, what's he going to... Um, what 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 he can do, which will increase the level of fears he has, was Avraham could feel in an action a mitzvah that that's giving him muchis, and that's the case. The Avraham klayos became his teachers because in each action he could feel this is going to increase muchis, whatever it might be, and therefore that that became a, for him a very real way of knowing what the right thing to do was. 
most of us aren't on the level where we feel our mitzvahs are increasing our life in any meaningful way. So obviously we therefore, that's not the information our kidneys are working with. How did you teach them that that was a mitzvah? You could understand that that was a good thing to do, but how do you know it's really a good thing? We're understanding that if, being as we know, that mitzvahs are mitzvah, it's really mitzvah, it's mitzvah. This will add to, so to speak, to the... Maybe move to shape a little bit nicer. Yeah. Right. Or whatever else it's going to be. Even though. How do you know he tried like 50,000 pre H others until he got to an Esrik? How do you know which one to use? Yeah, yeah he tried. I don't know. But the fact that he knew that this would be something which would give him a chiyos, that was the level of Rome's holy. He felt it afterwards and then he did that. Was right. 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 And that was that level of what the Chazal said that his clients, his kidneys would be his advisors. In other words, that would be the ones who tell him this is what's going to increase. Which is again it's a tremendous level. Now that's on the spiritual level. Well, I was on to the Shia, um, Ramesh Shapiro was talking about this topic, and there happened to be a, a, phys- a physician in, in the Shia, and he explained how the Maisa is, it's not just in Ruchani's terms, uh, he said uh, medically also, anatomically, the Koyach to have children starts in the kidneys. Not in the, uh, the everything else is just the part of how the system works. But the etzim, the original koyach, uh, is is developed by the kidneys. It's very interesting. I didn't know that, but that's uh, that's the same side. Being as a to have children is to, to create a new nefesh, and if that's the case, if the if the, the markum of the nefesh is in the kidneys, so that makes sense. That would be the starting point of where the ability to have children develops from. Okay, so that's a. Uh, we're going to talk about today. Obviously, he's going to talk about the other three as well. What the, what the liver does, what the spleen does, what the stomach does. The different kayaks, at least the first one he spoke about. The kayak of Eitzah within a person, is he speaks about, is the kayak of the kidneys. That's, uh, that's what he tried to... This is for men and women, 